Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Game Master Brian, welcoming you once again to the Digital Rage Room, where we run our Dragon's Demand run-through, as well as a few other uh, systems that I intend to be hosting or even partaking in on this side of the screen. But I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to tell you anything else about that. Just kind of feeling a little little fishing lines out there for you. Uh, but I did want to say that this particular episode was so awesome and so pivotal that it actually went on for two hours. Uh, and you know me, I don't like running episodes that long because the algorithm, algorithms, algorithms and all that other analytics that go along with it, they really don't like seeing podcasts run more than an hour. So, well, you get two episodes out of it. You get episodes 27 and 28. But you're only going to get one this week because hold it i gotta hold it in reserves and you are going to love it believe me i really enjoyed running this the boys they did an excellent job i want to remind everybody else also how they can get in touch with the show please feel free to write into the show at roll the hard 20 podcast at gmail.com remember anytime you hear us roll a hard 20 if you write into the show we will send you a d20 hopefully we'll send you the one that rolled the hard 20 but you know how these guys are. They don't want to. They don't want to lose their bones, man. We ain't gonna give up those d20s. But if you ask them nicely, maybe they will. Also, don't forget subscribe to the YouTube channel at Rolled Hard Twenty. Uh, hit that little. Don't just hit it. You smash that bell. You you crit that bell. You're gonna roll a hard twenty against that bell, so you never miss one of our episodes when they drop. Also, don't forget check us out on all of our social media footprints: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> all those awesome platforms we love them why not the hell uh don't forget check out the patreon as well at patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast we got a lot of cool tiers out there you could get some cool swag stickers uh dice shirt pictures of the hard slingers and myself and uh anything else uh what else we doing uh maybe we're gonna warm up our dice and top out some glass yo as roll the hard 20 podcast presents episode 27 of our dragons demand run through the Guardians of the Future. Just getting ready. We just thought we'd get to roll around. some dice. <laughs> thought we'd hang out for a little bit. <laughs> So everyone doing well? Mm-hmm. Nice, beautiful Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are on whatever. I'm still on a high after blasting that cobalt into oblivion last time. <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. Your fucking guy is too powerful. I'm going to have to do something about that. I think I've got my shit together here. So we're ready to play some mm-hmm. D&D. All right. Greetings. <laughs> I must say greeting Pathfinders. <laughs> greetings, Hard Slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Get live. Get live. Um, <laughs> episode 27 of our Dragon's Demand run through. So, Ryan, last time we had talked a little bit about... Uh, about Vapula and the Infernal Duke and the House of Dis and all this stuff. I actually must have been feeling a little bit under the weather, but I did want to um, 
I want to get back to you about all this stuff really quick as we go on, mm -hmm. and specifically about Vapula. He is the infernal duke who guards. Okay, here, here's the thing. First of all, this is what I mentioned last time, is that he, Vapula is the infernal duke who guards the treasure of the House of Dis. Well, it turns out I was totally wrong. He's not guarding the treasure of the House of Dis. He guards the treasure of Dis. Now, mm. Dis is actually hell. It's not a person, mm -hmm. which is um, kind of like where I made a mistake. The treasure house is also known by another name, the Pyrite Vault, and an infernal duke, which is, um, they are sometimes collectively called the Dukes of Hell, not to be confused with the Dukes of Hazard. That's a totally different kind of hell. Um, but I guess there there's like 20 of these guys. And so they're all pretty hellacious. My second mistake, as I just mentioned, was that thinking that Dis was a person when it's not, it's actually a place, it's hell. But I had um, I had originally thought it had something to do with Tarbafon, who is also known as the Whispering Tyrant, who basically was pulling the strings behind the scenes of the Carrion Crown and the, those other uh, APs like the Shattered Star and um, Rise of the Rune Lords and stuff like that. But it, it's got nothing to do with that so i'm glad i got that off my conscience uh, you know between this head cold and this this other thing i really couldn't sleep it was just keeping me awake thinking. eating you away from yeah, just eating away at my from my soul inside out so i hear devils we, will do that they do do that the infernal dukes will definitely damn damn dukes damn dukes damn dukes chris are you on i don't hear you oh you're quiet Nothing. nothing nothing not a fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> so this I whole time we've been recording and you're just not even there you can hear us you just can't say anything mm -hmm. back this isn't zork dude you actually gotta communicate with audio <laughs> and i love just how like <laughs> animated he is too just like his facial expression <laughs> well it's like man there must be something wrong with him he hasn't said one fucking word <laughs> No, we'll hop out yet. and hop back in. I don't understand. What I you're mean, saying. Yeah. text me, man. <laughs> well, Do you want to jump I'll out go. and jump back in? How's that? Can you hear me now? There, there, there we go. go. Oh, fuck. Zoom. Something happened with Zoom, man. Zoom uh, freaking changed my mic. You're right. Yeah, it was. It's Zoom. not like I could say anything anyway. Yeah. Trying to get a word in edgewise between you and, uh, you know, Ryan. <laughs> us being both being what a, uh, loquacious individuals i was just i was concerned i'm like man did we really get him all hurt he's all twisted he hasn't said one word the no, whole time I, <laughs> no i didn't even know but dude i didn't even know my my mic wasn't working because i was like trying to find a time that i could actually say something between you two yeah, well, when he when he jumped on ryan and i were talking about different ap's and things that he wants to run and stuff so anyways okay. I think you should probably redo the intro and then cut it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted, John. Yeah. <laughs> your trusted Game Master, Brian. Welcoming you once again to our Dragons Demand run-through and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's better. I've only been recording for five minutes, but what the hell? So, anyways... Having just defeated this servant of Apula, 
You see she's laying on the cold stone floor, lifeless. The shattered and burned bones of her minions are scattered all about you. And again, like I had described before, the cavern itself is 60 feet long by 45 feet wide. You see a uh, like a large effigy stone statue standing in the middle of it on top of a of a uh, pedestal. Uh, I think the hand had fallen off at one point. It's covered in in entrails and in dried and wet blood. And the only other exit out of this room is in the north. Well, then we don't have many places to go. Oh, I wonder which way we should go. I think we should go back to the inn. You should. You should go back and talk to the Baroness. Let her know yeah, you let's failed. climb back up the rope and yeah, let's get I out of here. Failed miserably. We're all in agreement. We're headed out of here. We're done with this freaking place. Done with the AP? All no. right. Might as well turn done. your mic back off. <laughs> <laughs> no, done with oh. this dungeon or this lair. Right. Anyways, let's... Uh, at the door to the north. No door. Just an exit. Just an open, yawning tunnel. Because, you know, we've gotten this far. What can possibly go wrong? God, Let's yes, no, No. What's our march order? That is something I need to know. I'll, I'll take uh, second position. I'll take third. You'll take second? Is that what you said, Stubby? Yes. You don't want me up front, dude. I can't see shit. That's right. So we got Flit oh, and Sirkin and Nighttail. Who's going to yeah, take Sirkin's that? Yeah, Sirkin's not doing too well right now. Flint, Point-wise. Yeah. Well, Flint will take it. You drew the uh, short, short straw. straw, Flint. Better just keep huffing well, on that I mean, stick. <laughs> I mean, he's a dwarf. Well, he's all... <laughs> Wait, you need, need some healing? He's <laughs> totally sucking on that Come on, thing. Topped off. <laughs> Woo. It's only going to heal me for eight points. I got I got seven. I might as well shoot myself in the foot. Okay, so you see that this uh, cavern to the north uh, exits and curves at a slight arc towards the northwest. It goes for about 25 feet. And then you see against the northern portion of the curve of the wall and an iron banded wooden door with a handle on it. But then you also see the cavern continues in an arc and heads back towards the southwest. So as you're coming up, there's a door at the top of the arc, but the cavern keeps going down to the southwest and then turns completely to the west. Uh, Stebby's a, a little concerned about Sirkin's state and his ability to continue. Do we do we want a short rest here, or do we just want to press on? And now, I think you guys have already done a short rest. Mm. Yeah, so you yeah, cannot do another back. one. Yeah, you yeah, can't do okay. another one in the same day. Yep. So we'd have to do a long yeah. rest if we were going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Um. um I'll relay the message to everyone saying that there's a door up up a ways. Maybe hopefully it gets us into some cover at least. Okay. I'm whichever. I just uh 
you know, I, I say to Flint, you know, let's just keep an eye on Sirkin. He's looking a little, uh, little weak. He's looking <laughs> a little weak. I don't think he's going to make it. God, I hope. He'll <sighs> make it. Get this pen ready. Okay, so you guys are, Flint, you're at the door. Okay. To be, uh, you're door. worried about Sirkin. What Night tells still bringing up the rear. Doesn't really know what ASU want him to do. I mean, I want us to check the door and see if there's any noise on the other end. You want me to do that? What? No, I believe our good I enough Sir to... Flint. Oh, okay. Do I make your uh, <laughs> obviously you don't hear nothing because you yeah. did not hear Flint ask you to do that. You know what? My my head cold is just as your GM. I'm just completely inundated with all kinds of shit. Eighteen. You don't hear anything. It's like, well, nothing. Nothing is everyone. reporting back to you through the through the wood itself. Well, we could open the store and hope there's no one on the other end, or we could prepare ourselves for another battle. What do you guys say? No guts, no glory. Let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Are you going into the door? Yeah, uh, he's gonna try to open the door. It is locked. It is locked. Ooh. All right, Stubby. Um, I think we ran into another locked door. And uh, then... I'm going to first attempt. Um, I'm going to search for traps first at that door. Okay. Roll uh, perception, and that is a 16. It does not look trapped. You feel fairly confident that. It's just locked, but it's not locked on your side of the door. <clears throat> it's as though it was locked from the opposite side. Okay. I'm going to attempt to uh, pick this lock. Roll a little sleight of hand. 23. You hear it disengage. Clink. Okay. Uh, Flint, the um, the door's unlocked. Do you right. like to open it? <laughs> he stands <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right after you. Uh, Flint opens the door and takes a look inside. Okay. You see that there's a, a foyer on the other side of this door. It looks like it goes north for about 15 feet and then turns to the east. And you get this low light inside this hallway. All right. I'll uh, tell everyone, well, it looks like we're at a crossroads here uh we could either enter this room into the four-way four-way in the foyer and four-way <laughs> i know <laughs> and see what's in here or continue down the tunnel see we're we're committed the door's open let's let's see what's on the other side all right yep. flint takes uh 10 feet in and takes another look. Uh, does this area look like it's been heavy traffic or been abandoned for a while? Make a, uh, a perception check of the entryway and whatnot. Now, bear in mind that the this floor in here is, is packed stone. Okay. Uh, 14. I'm like looking for like heavy dose of like cobwebs in the corner, heavy dust, see if anything kind of got, you know, see if got there's it. like a trail. 
from what you can tell, not only do you not see a lot of traffic or whatever, you don't see any, uh, it looks very well kept. There's no cobwebs, there's no dust. In fact, the one of the things you notice is that the air seems to feel very uh, humid, a little warm in here, but but clean. It's not the normal dust that you might have been uh, noticing at the, on the very top level or even on the next level down. Hmm. What's um what's around this corner? Well, you still got another five feet to get to that corner. He stopped at, at the ten foot. At ten foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep moving forward. Okay, you move forward, peek around the corner, and you notice that it goes to the east about 25 feet and then it appears to open into a yawning cavern that from where you are you really can't tell the dimensions of what are you seeing up there dwarf looks like there's uh, some empty taverns over here towards the east of this room um i mean an empty it, tavern can 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 we get some ale? Yeah, Maybe some definitely wine. Use a drink. Some bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it looks clear, then Flint will move up closer to the east. Okay. You notice as you start moving deeper along the east, Nightel. He's he's kind of curious, so he's he's close to you actually because he wants to see what's going on. You see that at the end of the the tunnel that it deposits you in the western wall of a large chamber that's ovoid in shape. You can see that in the northern half of the chamber consists of smooth walls. By the way, the air in here is uh, really thick with this hot humidity. And you can barely make out a, uh, a large two-foot deep depression in the northern portion of the room by the way the room itself is probably maybe 20 feet 25 feet to the from west to east and about 50 feet from north to south and you can see that in the northern portion of the room there's this large uh 20 foot diameter depression it's about 25 feet feet or two feet i'm sorry you said you said two originally it's two feet deep, 25 feet in diameter. Okay. Sorry. And you could see that uh, it's just filled with these large circular objects. Look about the size of grapefruits. But standing right in front of the arc of this large depression, you see <clears throat> three kobolds, one of whom is on the back of this huge white frog-like creature with these giant fangs. It's got a his hand basically holding onto some of the uh, the nodules on its back as like a handle. And as he sees you and Nighttail standing there, he says, We are the guardians of the future. Leave this place. Leave our future untouched. Do not hesitate. 
Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong door, guys. Go back. What the hell are we looking at in there? Seems Night like tail's still kind of curious looking. Um, you said that so there was that like uh depression that had a bunch of like round objects in them. Yeah, like little grapefruit like yeah, it's balls like a floating huge, in there. Uh, like a semi well circular depression mm -hmm. it's only about two feet deep with these large grapefruit like objects uh without actually taking account you can't really tell how many are in there but would judging, they be eggs possibly could be grapefruit we're making a hooch pruno <laughs> pruno Stebby okay. inquires uh, to uh, Nighttail. Do, do you know of this place? Do you know of this this um, guardians of the future of, of these kobolds and these creatures? I've never been down this low. Certainly not down to this level above us, let alone this far down. And the time I ever met with Rogue has, he'd always come up to the first level to deal with me. And this is Rogue has. That's dealt with me, or that's on top mm. of this frog thing. That's on top of this frog thing. No, that is not Rogas. Why do you hesitate? We're we're surprised to see you here. We're we're shocked. We're we're still trying to make sense of what what we're seeing here. I have told you this is our future. You are unwanted here. We could hear your combat all the way up the cavern. We have no desire to combat with you. However, make no mistake if you threaten our future, you will not find it ends wisely for you. Well, we have no interest in dealing with this here. And Warren makes a gesture to encompass uh, him and uh, this pit of objects. Um, we are simply looking to uh, converse with Rokhaz. If you want to let us pass, we're certainly willing to do that. We'll There's no you. other exit out of this room other than the one you came through. As for Rokhaz, I know he does not like audiences. Oh, even less than we do. I think he will take our audience. Step make forward. A investigation on these guys, on these cabals. Do they have any like distinct insignias or anything on them that makes them different than the other cabals, especially if they're the protectors? Yeah. Okay. One second, here we go. 14. 14. You notice that the three of them all have two scars on their right cheek, which is something that you hadn't noticed before on any of the other kobolds that you have previously fought. Uh, would that would that 14 still get me? Is it on the same side, like it's done intentionally, or are these battles well, they, they, they both have? All three of them have two scars going down their cheek. 
Okay. On the right side. They all look identical. Okay. Just That's intentional. Two straight lines or yep. two two straight vertical scars down each cheek or down their right cheek. Okay. The one on the back of this beast looks at you, Warren, and says, Step forward, please. I would see the face of the individual I deal with. You seem like a wise individual. Perhaps the leader. Warren Warren laughs and says, uh, and he'll step forward about 10 feet, um, but he won't get closer. You said like this whole place is like 60 feet long? Uh, I think I said it was 55 feet. Oh, 50, okay. 50, 55 feet. Okay. Uh, uh, that bull depression takes up mm-hmm. a good majority of the upper half of this room. So when you is come it- out into the bottom, uh, the western wall of this, you're probably at the, if you were at the zero point, they would be at the 25 to 30 mark in front of this depression, which envelops the entire back half of the room. Okay. Um, is there any fire in here at all? Any source of light? It's low lit in here as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't really see what's possibly giving off the light uh, other than maybe just ambient fungus, possibly. It's very humid in here, very warm. Uh, He looks at you from the back of this beast and says, what would you do to Rohaz were you to meet him? I would ask Rohaz to vacate this area and never return as that is the request of the uh, uh, Duchess, or no, it wasn't the Duchess, was it? Baroness. Baroness, thank you, sorry. Um, as that is the request of the Baroness of these lands. Ah, the humans, they just want to kick the problem down to another town. How does that solve anything? How does that pave a better future? It does not. It certainly does not. However, you have intruded on other people's territory and you have not seeked to trade or barter. That or is racist use... of you to even suggest that I have done such a thing. Do you, I am I using group these... you in with the rest of the humans who have I am using... our lands? <laughs> I am using the sovereign you, as in you and the tribe of kobolds that are here. You have not gathered and used your own collective uh, ability to speak and trade and coexist. You could have possibly convinced the uh, Baroness to let you stay here and work the mines and she would have paid you and allowed you to stay. She would not have sent um, anyone here to try to evict you from the premises, but no, you have come here and you have uh, taken prisoners. You have uh, you have violent ends here. That is well, not the Cobalt tribes are not democratic societies. They are we not. Are dem- they are not democratic chief. societies. However, you are societies, and you must get along with other societies, and you must do so in a way that allows you to live. The best way to live with another society is to coexist with it. 
which we means that you need pick our leaders though they'll run through strength and guile and so then if we speak with rogue has and he chooses to not vacate or uh, entreat with the uh baroness then uh he will be removed but we will give him that chance this is the individual who has sought to enslave humans to make them his puppets in exchange for making trinkets for this phantom Eteparax. He has brought our tribe to the brink of ruin. So then much so perhaps... that the Hangtooth tribe has intervened and sent a representative. I only hope that she's able to do something about it sooner rather than later. And who is this representative? Perhaps we should uh, speak with her. I had only heard that she was a very good priestess of, uh, her name was Chiguri. Oh, we did exchange words. Oh, good. I hope she has great plans for our tribe. She had mentioned that universal health care and dental, of course. <laughs> she really had a plan of turning the tribe around. <laughs> Flint kind of chuckles at the fact that you know, Warren's giving him, you know, oh yeah, we met her already. <laughs> it's a very nice lady. We uh, managed to uh, convince her of our, um, uh, of our desire to speak with Rogaz. She was good with this. We made sure that she saw uh, our viewpoint and considered it. Well, if, uh, you certainly must go see Rogue has then by all means he is outside that door but how do I know that you'll leave our future in peace and he gestures towards a, the crater in the floor and no doubt at, at this point you can tell that there's probably about 200 eggs in this mm -hmm. thing some of them are close to birthing at this point this is like that um, aliens I will look back at uh, the group briefly and kind of quirk an eyebrow, and then I will uh, turn back to him and I will say, uh, I will make you uh, a guarantee, regardless of what Rogue has says. If you and yours here, and essentially I gesture to encompass the kobolds in the room and the eggs, will, um, once you are able, either come to an amiable agreement with the Baroness or find a place um, that does not intrude on her lands, we will leave you be here, regardless of what Rogaz says. You say that he has brought the tribe to ruin. We will do what we can in our power to ensure that that ruin does not extend to your future, I say as I point to the eggs. He looks at his two lieutenants. They kind of like mumble. Are they conversing in Draconic? They're just mumbling. It's okay. uh, you can make a perception check. I mean, I know you you understand Draconic, mm -hmm. but go ahead and make a perception check to see if you can hear what they're saying. Uh, it's a thirteen. Thirteen. You just hear the occasional word of possibly, maybe sounds good. Sort of. Maybe. Think of the kids, think of the younglings. Now, straight up, roll a d20. 
Because this can't possibly go wrong. Uh, that is a 15. 15. It's a 19. He looks at you and he says, be cautious on your journey to see Rogas. The final trek is fraught with peril. And you have our word. We will take the eggs, the remainder of the tribe, and that cabal behind you. And we will leave the land. But he stays here now. I turn back to Nighttail and I say, do you agree to this? Well, I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought we'd go the whole distance and meet Rogue has together. Hmm? Well, I mean, you, I would assume you are more familiar with the situation than us. I am, I'm completely in the dark at this point. I understand that these, these eggs need a leader. And that was always my hope was to do better for the, the Blood Vow tribe than what we have going on right now. Uh, but I kind of feel that, I don't know, possibly I should be there with you when you go see Rogue Has. Then I, then I, I gesture to uh, the, the kobolds in front of us and I say, well, perhaps you should argue for that on your behalf. Uh, you have proven invaluable. You have proven that you do have, and I'll say, I'll make sure to say this loud enough that the other kobolds can hear. I say, you have proven to, in my mind, the fact that you have the best interest of your tribe at heart. Certainly not someone who would lead them to ruin. Oh, so, no, not ruin. Of course not ruin. Uh, still say that that cabal should stay here. What is your desire for him to stay here? What is the purpose of it? What will it serve you? He has proven invaluable to us and he has shown that he wants to uh, deal with the Rogha's problem as he well. Has, he has stayed the course. He hasn't scoured into the dark. He hasn't raised a weapon against me and my lieutenants. It's a very level-headed Kabul. And if this is the one that I've heard so much about, the one that had been imprisoned above with his dinosaur pet buddy, <laughs> then I would have no doubt to believe that he originally tried to take control of the tribe, to steer it away from the, the disbeliefs of Rogue has in this Fiction, fictional character, a Teparax. And if he could truly get the tribe on track with enough tribesmen behind him, then he would seek to be the better leader. That he would. Now I wrote a, rolled a persuasion check on his behalf mm -hmm. against Nightel. Uh huh. Nightel looks at the four of you and says, I do believe I should probably stay. I'll stay is, here with him. If that is what you are certain of. Well, Nightel, you are a free the, man. 
or a free cabal. It was the luck of the dice that kept me here, guys. So. <laughs> Can we have your other healing wand? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be needing that. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't have another healing wand. Uh, I only had the one. Do, do you have any other items that might uh, aid us in our our uh, remainder of our journey? You have been more than generous. However, if you do wish to have uh, Rogue has deposed, um, he hands you Stubby this a wand. It is not a wand of healing, though. It's a wand of entanglement. Now he's already used that once. Mm-hmm. There are eleven more charges to that wand. Here, I thought you were going to send. He hands him a wand, and it actually appears to be a twig. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Stubby. Whenever you're scared, just hold on to this. That's right. Hand you a wand. It's all totally devoid of any charge. That's awesome. I should have thought about doing that. <laughs> fuck you guys now. Stebby uh, nods his head and and thanks uh, Nighttail for the wand. Uh, we appreciate your your support up to this point, and uh, I greatly appreciate this wand. Thank you. Well, I only hope it does you as well as it's done me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, join the other side. <laughs> so he makes his way over to the line of the other three kabolds, mm-hmm. and they start conversing in their uh, draconic speech, basically talking about what they expect of him as a leader and, and his ideas of the future and you know things like that. Ah, you bullshit. Um, basically turning their back on you, but yet still side eyeing you to see what you're going to do. Well, let us uh, go uh, see about uh, securing this future. Warren will turn and exit. Okay. So, go ahead. We're going out the way we came in, right? It's the only way out. So describe for me what you guys are doing. Well, okay. So now what are the other ways that we can continue? Okay. So you, at the arc of the tunnel Mm and the northern northern portion of that tunnel is where this door leading into here was at. Mm -hmm. As you come back out that door, you could either go to the southeast, which leads you back to the room where you fought the servant of Apula. Chagodi, mm-hmm. or you could go to the southwest, where it goes down for about another 15 feet before it turns to the west. Okay. Let us uh, lead the way. Flint, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Warren is actually feeling good about that exchange, and so, like, goes ahead and walks off for about, like, 10 feet, and then suddenly realizes that he's in front and he doesn't want to be. So are we sticking with the same... Uh, Marching order of Flint, Stubby, Warren, and Sirkin? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. Before, if they love up, give Sirkin any love, or what happens? Yeah, with bef- before we uh, take off, yeah, I'm going to give Sirkin some love. So I'm going to use one of the charges. And that is going to be six points of healing. Nice. 
So you, that got turned out pretty good. Yeah, sounds great. All right, now just mark that off. How many chargers are left? Very little. <laughs> I think we had three, so I think we have two now. Let me just double check. I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> yep, here it is. Three, now we have two. Like, yep, yeah. sorry. We don't have any more charges left. <laughs> We're all oh, wait, out. I forgot to carry the one. <laughs> Where'd that decimal point supposed to be? So you see that it, uh, that the Southwest Tunnel makes its way where it dead ends and only goes to the west. And then as it deposits you in a little bit of a, like a pocket as you come down, you see that it, it's like a 10 foot diameter uh, intermediate area. And then it, the tunnel goes to the north for about, gosh, I want to say 35 feet. But it gets really dark in this room. I mean, in, in this this little area and in the hallway. I mean, it's like super dark at this point. Uh, For who has life, uh, dark vision? We, Everybody but Stabi, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think Warren's just the one that has super dark vision. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You notice that there's a um, like a type of a glistening to the whole tunnel that that you that yawns in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to take a couple steps closer to it. Uh, does it appear to be like sunlight? No. No. Okay. It's just that you know because you're able to see in the dark. It you know, as you look around ceiling, hallway, floor, whatever. It just kind of glistens. Huh. Uh, who's behind me? I know uh, Stubby is right Stubby. behind Well, Stubby's directly behind me, holding onto my leg, probably. Yep. <laughs> um, who's third in line, then? That would be me. Uh, I'll mention it to Warren. Uh, a, I, I see kind of a, a glistening light up ahead. I, I just can't make it out. It's like all over. It's not just straight ahead. It's all over it the like, tunnels, ceiling, the walls, the floor. Oh, okay. So it's actually something that's like emanating like, from yeah. like the ceiling and walls. Yeah, just glistening. Okay. Oh, let's uh, let's just be cautious. Let's see. Um, actually, can I use my stone cutting to see if this is anything that has to do with the land or? Yeah. If if it. Yeah, okay. and as a as a person who could see in the dark, make it with an advantage. Okay. Definitely needed that advantage, but wasn't that great. Uh, 13. 13? You can't really tell what it is. All right, I'll uh, continue forward. Okay, you notice that about halfway up the hallway starts to get a little wider. Is and that glistening still it's still present around there. everywhere? Okay. Yeah, no, it's still present there. And then okay. it goes for another fifteen feet before you see that it turns 
to the uh, northwest. Now you're still hmm. in the middle of this hallway at this point, so. Okay, and how wide is it? You said it widens is like yeah, 15 it, it widens or... from like five feet to about twelve feet. Okay, and that's that's only for about uh, maybe ten feet, and then it narrows back down to a five foot uh, cavern. All right, uh, I take a look back, see if everyone's still with me, and then just motion forward. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Okay. You see that it goes around the corner. Walls are still glistening, although further up ahead, you do see that there's kind of a low light. As you turn that corner, make a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. You know, it's two things. One is that further up ahead, there are stone steps that lead to another portion. And second, you notice that the walls and floor and ceiling of the tunnel you are in is covered with oil. I mean, light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Suck that out, will you? <laughs> so wait, the whole like floor in front of us is covered in oil the floor the, the walls the ceiling not the oh, stairs because that's outside of the tunnel yeah i don't like this not at all i mean i could deal with this by lighting it on fire yes <laughs> See, that candle's not such a bad idea after all, is it? <laughs> well, there's only one way way through, otherwise we're gonna have to backtrack. Okay. Let's just be extremely careful. Flint, you're leading the way. Need you to make a dex check. All right. Ooh. Two. Two. Your foot snags the wire around the corner, dropping this vial of alchemical fire, and the tunnel goes up. So I need everyone to make a dex save on this. Uh, Lordy. Is the fire contained to a five foot cube? <laughs> <laughs> into a five foot tunnel <laughs> no Warren that is a 17 17 Stabi. a flaccid 20 Whew. Flint I rolled a natural one but I'm going to use one of my doubloons and re-roll alright so it's got to be something better 17 17 Sirkin 6 6 Oh, Sirkin's cooking. So, Sirkin, you take seven points of damage. Everyone else takes three points of fire damage. Yikes. And for every round you stay in this hallway, you'll take another D6. As the entire floor, walls, and ceiling all become engulfed in this, this horrific 
tunnel of flame. It's like eating a shit ton of jalapenos and experiencing the next morning. Oh God. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. No ice cream. So uh, Warren is going to like turn and like try to push like Sirkin back out of the hall. Like back the way you came? Yes. Okay. So he turns, pushes you back out. So, I mean, not only do you have to go out of the little 10 foot pocket, but you have to go up as well. Uh, you'll be able to make it with your full movement. Stubby, you okay. and Flint would be able to make it out of your full movement to the. You guys want to go down though, or go up? Because you won't make it down. You're too far in. We just got to keep moving. Ugh. So you push. Yeah. Hold on. So Warren, Wait. you push Sirkin okay. down. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I am not uh, entirely understanding the dim dimensions of the room. What is the closest way to escape? To keep going forward. Oh, okay. From where In you guys case. are, it would be to keep going forward. Okay, I thought for a second, I thought you meant like back. I was like, oh, it's shit. It's not really a room, but it's like a cutout. Imagine like my arms are the tunnel mm -hmm. and it cuts out and then it keeps going up and then it turns and then it opens up to stairs. Okay. <laughs> um, in that case, wow. In that case, stairs get smaller on the top, <laughs> right? In that case, instead of actually pushing Sirkin, I'm going to reach out, grab him, and then try to run forward. Okay, so I imagine you guys are double timing it up there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so everybody gets out. You see the hallways just, and it doesn't just burn out right away. It seems like it's continuing to burn, and burn and burn. The only thing left for you is what is behind you which is a set of 20 rough hewn stone steps that lead up to somewhere. 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 Checking the stones, the stairs, to see if they have oil on them as well. A perception check. I would like to also roll this. <laughs> so would I. 18. 18, they are devoid of the same uh, liquid that had uh, coated the entire hallway behind you. They're just totally dry. They're just rocky as fuck. I am terribly sorry for that, you guys. Sirkin, I feel for you. I just did some healing on you and... I just don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we only have so many charges. <laughs> Well, luckily that saved my life though. So if you wouldn't have given me that, I would be down. All right. Roasted. Seems like I tripped a, a trap. Uh, do you mind double checking and see if this one's rigged before continuing on? Uh, it would be my pleasure, Flint. So I'm going to do a perception check. Come on, baby. Nine. Nine. Yeah, it looks great from what you can tell perfect the whole way up flint, the, uh, flint uh i having just come through this perilous activity uh, i'm not quite sure that that i know that the, the way is entirely safe for us all right well at that point who else is a magic user uh warren he'll reach back and give warren the wand of uh healing 
hold on to this just in case something bad happens. And he'll, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that out of your mouth, that's mine. We just went from PG-13 to, <laughs> um, to after dark. Flint will move up as far as he can on the stairs to investigate before the uh, group continues on. All right. So you move up the stone steps, creeping. Why don't you make a stealth check? Not very stealthy. 13. You think you've been quiet. So you get to the top step. And what right. you see, and let me describe this for you. The top of the stone steps, you see a large cave. The floor is strewn with fresh straw. This room is easily 40 feet deep from east to west and 40 feet from north to south. But at the western wall, you notice that there are these two large boulders that stretch from the floor almost all the way up to the 20 foot tall ceiling. The only area around them is against the north wall, probably about 10 foot passage. But standing in front of the three boulders, I'm sorry, the two boulders are four kobolds standing there, weapons drawn, looking at you sternfully. And you hear this voice emanating from somewhere in the room, but it's not from these four. So the traitor has delivered the usurpers to my presence. Don't be shy, little one. Bring yourself forth into the light. It is the only way. The only way else is back through the flames. And we will hunt you down. 